This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Let's talk some NBA. Let's talk about the tall guys in the association. And we start on this Women of Wager Team at Wednesday with the Celtics at the 76ers. The Seas. Is this right? They're laying three and a half points. Celtics minus 155. Sixers plus 125. Total set at 223 and a half. Chelsea, how should we bet this game? Man, I really liked this game last night because it was sitting at Celtics minus two. I was following the Sixers game against the Pacers because obviously I had a prop in that game. Uh, And so that game went down to the wire. And usually when you have the Sixers coming off a back-to-back, Joel Embiid is going to be a little worn down, especially playing in a close game the night before. But there was a big blip on the injury radar yesterday as well because Kristaps Porzingis once again is listed as questionable. It's the same old story. Because here's the thing. Kristaps Porzingis has been a massive uh, addition to the Celtics roster this season. In fact, he's having uh, a career resurgence averaging almost 20 points per game and just came off a massive game against the Sixers last time around, had 29 points in that game. He did miss the game winner. So you would think that, you know, he wants to do better this time, but he's questionable for this game. So originally I really liked the Celtics minus two. This line is gone all the way to three and a half, which makes me think that there is a chance that Porzingis is going to play. When you see something like this, where there is a star player who is questionable, because we're mm-hmm. going to deal with this a lot during the NBA season, especially because we are a morning show. Do you try to guess if this player is playing or do you simply sit out this game and say, okay, if he doesn't play, I don't like this bet and I don't want to risk it. Oh man. I don't know. This early in the morning is definitely tough to cap NBA. I I feel like at least for me, Handicapping the NBA is the hardest sport to handicap. That's just personal to me. I find it very difficult. And one of the reasons you mentioned is, yes, who's going to play, who's not. Sometimes we find out minutes before the game, an hour before the game. Right now, it's 647 in the East. None of these decisions have been made. I, I guess, first of all, didn't we just handicap this game a week ago? Is this going to be like Mariners and the Twins during baseball season? where we saw this game 85 times in two weeks. Is it going to be Celtics and 76ers again? I'm already tired of handicapping this game. I'm going to go with the Sixers. They've won 80 straight. They're 5-0 and against the number in their last five games. They're 8-1 and against the number this season. That's tops in the NBA. So I don't know what's going to happen with Embiid. At some point, the Sixers do have to come back to earth a little bit, but I would lean Philly in this spot. The line movement doesn't scare you? Because that's why I feel like the Celtics are probably the play. Because this line moved quick. And even with the news of Kristaps Porzingis being questionable. So this Mm -hmm. line was, I think it opened at one and a half. I got it at two and I immediately bet it because I knew that it would go up. And what do you know? It's sitting at three and a half. So maybe this is one of those where you monitor the line movement throughout the day and you wait for the injury report. Because what Porzingis is doing in that offense is nothing short of incredible. And I think a lot of people saw this coming because when he doesn't have to be the spotlight player, when he can be the third option, he's really good. And he's been fantastic in this offense. Uh, For the season, I believe he's shooting, uh, let's see, 56% from the field. And like I said, averaging 20 points per game. 
And in that offense, he has been so good. So I think that is the big question mark going into this one. If he plays, I am definitely on the Celtics here. Okay, well, let's go to the Valley of the Sun. Timberwolves in town. Suns laying five and a half. Suns minus 225. T-Wolves plus 185. Total set at 227 and a half. I think I'm going to lay the points with the Suns here. The big three. Finally, finally making their debut tonight in Phoenix. It's about time. By, by the way, remember when the big three used to be LeBron and D-Wade and Chris Bosh, and now there's been a million big threes over the years, like since then. Oh, here's the new big three. But first it was Bradley Beal joining KD on the court because Beal had a back injury, and then Devin Booker was out with a calf strain. So you're talking about the T-Wolves in clearly a physical game last night against the Warriors, back-to-back nights for Minnesota. And you really can't put a lot of credence into what we've seen from the Suns so far because... We haven't seen the big three on the court. I think they put it together tonight against a tired Timberwolves team. I will lay the points with Phoenix. Yeah, and it's also tough to tell this early in the season how teams are going to perform off back-to-backs because we just don't have that big of a sample size. I'm looking down the games, and I'm not seeing a single back-to-back for Minnesota. So you're right. Normally in this position where you have played back-to-back games against Golden State, one of the premier contenders in the NBA, it feels like mentally Minnesota is going to be a little worn down going into this game against Phoenix. I will say the Timberwolves as underdogs this year, though, have been really good with, uh, let's see, one, two, three, four, uh, or no, it's three. Three straight uh, wins as underdogs straight up. So not only covering the number, but winning straight up. So it's been a great season for Minnesota. We know this. I just think the steam kind of comes to an end tonight. Maybe that explains just why the line is where it is. But I do think just by the book that Phoenix is the right side here. Let's go to Toronto, shall we? Bucks at the Raptors tonight, Chelsea. The Bucks are laying four and a half points. Bucks minus 190 on the money line. Raptors plus 155. Total set at 226 and a half. I love the Raptors here. What do you think? Yeah, that was my initial reaction is this is a good Raptors team getting the four and a half at home and this line opened at five. So we have seen some money coming in on Toronto here. I just think Milwaukee may be a touch overvalued here. They are 0-7 against the spread in their last seven games. So Milwaukee has not been covering numbers. Now they're laying points on the road again. I will take Toronto gladly with the points here. Oh my God, yes. Whatever you do, fade the Milwaukee Bucks until they prove otherwise. Ten games into the season, they are one and nine against the spread in the first half. They are one eight and one against the spread over the full game. This is the worst covering team in the league. They start slow, they finish slow. So even when they win, they're just not covering numbers, and you get four and a half with the Raptors at home. Yeah. I'll absolutely take the Raptors here until I see that the Bucks can cover a number which they have not been able to do. Finally, Chelsea, two more games on the slate here. I'll let you pick which one you like. We have Knicks and Hawks in Atlanta, and then we also have the Kings visiting La La Land, taking on LeBron and the Lakers. You like either one of these? It feels like you should take the Kings, right? Like against the Lakers. And this one opened at two and a half. And 
It just feels like a Lakers team that usually is overvalued at home. Uh, but I haven't seen much of the Kings playing this year. Like, it's just a West Coast team. I don't get to watch their games. But they have been really good against the number in previous matchups against the Lakers. 5-1 and one against the number in their last six games against the Lakers. I would imagine that this is one where uh, maybe you have to watch the injury reports. I always feel like uh, there's something going on with Anthony Davis. Sometimes it's LeBron James, but this is a Sacramento team coming off three straight wins coming into this game. And I guess you could say the same for the Lakers, but beating the Grizzlies is nothing. Like the Grizzlies are terrible this year. So maybe not something to brag about. I don't know. I think I'd take the Kings, but not my favorite game. I just made this a bro bet. Bro, bro. It's King James, bro. Dude, the Kings haven't been good since white chocolate was playing, bro. I mean, come on. It's LeBron, it's the Lakers. Take the Lakers on the money line. Don't worry about it. Come over here and spot me. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.